Shulchan Arachanav, we are in Simen Taf Tzadik Gimel, towards the end of Allah Zayin, section 493, we are towards the end of the seventh halacha. We explained at the end of this year, yesterday, that if a person wants to observe both stringencies and basically observe mourning during, throughout the Eimer period, with the exclusion, as we explained yesterday, the day before, of Lagba Eimer, um, according to both opinions, because we said the mourning is held during 33 days, that they passed away during a 33-day period. The question is when those 33 days were during the Eimer. So if a person wants to be strict and observe mourning throughout the Eimer, he's not considered like a fool who walks in darkness. Um, but a person does not have to behave this way. You can, you can pick one of the customs uh, that, you, that you favor. Um, if a, a person knows what the local custom is, though, he should not deviate from it, not to be lenient when, when everyone else where he lives is strict, or not to be strict whenever, uh, when everyone else in his locale is lenient. If a person wants to be strict and keep both approaches as an extra personal stringency that he accepts on himself to give weight to, the, to both opinions, who say you should be strict during these days and during these days, that's okay. Now that the Rebbe cautions, if, however, he makes it appear that he's conducting himself in this manner because this is the proper way for every person to conduct himself, for fundamentally the Allah follows the opinions that advocate stringency, so then he's acting improperly. The reason is that a person who makes it appears, he makes it appear like there's two Torahs. Because he conducts himself stringently while the local populace is acting leniently or does the opposite. Conducting oneself in this manner violates the prohibition called which means, as our sages explain, it also includes the interpretation, do not form different groups. Okay, just, just to explain the, the, the expression, two tires. So the Chachamim used this expression in these sources, brought in Saita and Sanhedrin, as a way of expressing their criticism of Torah scholars who are not properly trained, but yet issue halachic rulings, thus creating controversy within the Jewish community and breaking the uniformity of Jewish practice. Rashi Nivamas also uses this expression when he explains the prohibition against breaking into separate groups, which the Al-Tarebbe uh, just explained after that. So the term lois is going to do. According to its simple meaning, this verse is a prohibition against uh, gouging one's flesh. But the Chacham explained, explained it to mean uh, another interpretation, do not form different groups. And they base this upon the fact that the word tiskoidudu, gouge, and aguda, which means group, share the same root letters. Okay, now to conclude, the halacha, the prohibition against forming different groups, applies even when there is no concern that conducting oneself in this manner will lead to controversy, which is obviously very important not to have controversy. For example, one is not the only person in the city who follows the divergent custom. Instead, there are many in the local populace who conduct themselves in this manner, and many who conduct themselves in the other manner, and neither group of individuals objects to the other's conduct at all. Even so, one should not act in this manner. Okay, now, as the Temach Tzedek writes clearly in Igris Koydesh, that this prohibition only applies in places where the Jewish community is united under the leadership of one group of rabbis. However, in places where the Jewish community is comprised of various groups that coexist, so that in that case, each community may observe their unique customs despite their long-standing differences in practice. For example, in a place with Sephardic and Ashkenazic Jews 
living side by side, but maintaining their own independent communities, or similarly in a place where you have Lithuanian, the Litvaks, and the Hasidim, the Hasidic Jews living side by side, but they maintain their own communities. So in that case, each community is permitted to observe its own customs. This concludes Halacha Zayin 7. Halacha Ches 8. Even those who, who customarily consider haircuts and marriage forbidden in the Torah Shchidish year, nevertheless, they allow haircuts in honor of the Shabbos on the, day, on the preceding Friday if Rish Chodesh year falls on Shabbos. This leniency is taken because of the increased joy due to Rish Chodesh falling on Shabbos. Um, we look at Shabbos. Shabbos is primarily, primarily characterized by oinig pleasure and not simcha joy. However, there is a concept of Shabbos joy as well. Okay. Similarly, it is permitted to get married on that day because the primary wedding feast will be held on Shabbos, which is Rish Chodesh. In section 339, Halachas Hei and Ches Al-Trebbe rules regarding some of the issues that may arise when the marriage ceremony is conducted on Friday afternoon and the marriage celebrations take place on Shabbos. This concludes Halacha Ches and today's Shir.